welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Thursday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and on the podcast today, we are sharing another session from Seek the Joy Summer. This time, it is with Kara Latta, the founder and chief fun officer of The Playful Warrior and a play and mindset coach. And today, we're diving into the power of play in the summer. And I'm really excited about this session because not only is it so much fun and playful, duh, how much fun is it to share an episode, a session on play after we just talked about self-care on Tuesday? Because really play, creativity, expression is a form of self-care. So in this session from Seek the Joy Summer, Kara kicks things off with a fun and playful shaking meditation to get into our body and set an intention to let go of any negative energy. So get ready to move and shake it off a la Taylor Swift. So we then dive into the power of play and why it's so important, how we can use play to improve our overall well-being and Kara shares her top tips for bringing more play into our lives this summer. Kara also shares how we can move past our limiting beliefs around play, creativity, and expression and the shifts that happen when you play and engage in your own curiosity. For me, this session was really an opportunity to connect with ourselves and who we want to be as we step into this new season and really allow ourselves to connect with our inherent playful nature. Before we dive in, though, I want to tell you a little bit more about Kara. She created Thought Play, a unique one-on-one coaching program that takes adults on this radically fun journey to reconnect back to their playfulness. It features a play box and the playbook delivered to your home, to your door. So the program also includes incredible mindset techniques to reprogram your subconscious mind so you can become more powerful, confident, and create a life that excites you. Kara's message, and this is why I loved connecting with her so much, is that play is anything but fluffy. It's the secret sauce to more success, health, wealth, adaptability, productivity, creativity, and joy. And science says so too. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I really want you to be able to live a happier more joyful, and just ease-filled life. And so that's why I'm so happy to share that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The last year and a half, there is no doubt it's been difficult. And that's why I think now more than ever, it's important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. So this is how it works. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you're matched with is a good fit. And this service is available for people worldwide too. BetterHelp also offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network, so you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too. So as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash seek the joy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash seek the joy. The link will also be included in our show notes. 
There's something that Kara says in our session today from Seek the Joy Summer that the true spirit at play in creativity is really about exploring, like allowing yourself to explore and express yourself and in doing so, not having your worth, your self-worth be tied to anything outside of you. And in almost four years of doing this podcast, I feel like that has been the constant theme, the constant message that who you are is not dependent on anything external to you. It's about who you are on the inside. It's, it's about how you express yourself, how you choose to show up in the world, where you find fulfillment and wholeness, and it all starts from within. So I cannot wait to hear what you think of this one. As always, Join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. You can tune in to today's session and all of our sessions from Seek the Joy Summer on our YouTube channel. Hit that link in the show notes. You're going to want to watch this one. Like this is one you're going to want to watch on YouTube. So without further ado, let's dive into this one, The Power of Play in the Summer with Carolata. Today we're talking all about play, the power of play. I'm so excited. You are the founder and chief fun officer of the Playful Warrior and a play and mindset coach. So thank you for being part of Seek the Joy Summer. I'm so excited. I think we're going to start with a shaking meditation, right? Yes, we are. And I'm so excited to be here as well. Can't wait to chat with you and do a little playful exercise. So this is actually something I do with my clients a lot and I recommend people do it. So Whoever is watching, you can take this with you and do it. So the idea with the shaking meditation is that we can only do so much and release so much from like our brain, but our body stores so much like anxiety and tension. So to actually really let things go, we want to incorporate our body. So it's really cool about a shaking meditation is we can literally shake off what is stressing us Mm -hmm. out. So I usually recommend thinking about an intention, thinking about something that might be stressing you out, could be a really small thing like this, like annoying email you got, or could be like a bigger thing like isolation and the pandemic or wherever you are. So just taking a moment right now to think about something that may be stressing you out or you're holding some energy that you want to just let go. It's not serving you. So thinking about that, and then we will get ready to shake it off. And also, if you are feeling super zen and you don't have anything that's stressing you out, amazing. I love that. Love that for you. But you can still have a lot of fun just shaking out and make your own. So one thing with play though, is it is not rigid. It is like, do it your own way. Do what feels good for you. So I will show you what it kind of looks like. However, feel free to just shake it up on your own. Again, just following what feels good for you and your inner child. So the idea is I'm going to stand up now. So usually the song we're going to do is a chakra beatbox. So we shake through our chakras. So we start around our hips and we just start shaking around our hips. We go up to our stomach. We go up to our chest and we go up to our throat and to our eyes, to our head. You can raise the roof and then we'll shake it down. And so it starts off slow and every time we do it, it gets faster. So just have fun with it. You can twirl as you do it. You know, I'll probably be doing that, just making it your own. But really, really, as you're doing it, letting go of whatever is not serving you. And again, if you don't have anything amazing, it's still just really fun to shake around. Perfect. I love this. When you talk about shake it off, I just have Taylor Swift in my mind. Shake it off. This is great. I love this. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Amazing. So I'm going to stand. You can do this seating as well, whatever feels right for you. So I will call out 
kind of what I'm doing, but again, just groove how feels good for you. So we are going to get started. Okay, perfect. There it is. You hear that? Okay, yeah. amazing. We're going to start one more time. Okay, perfect. So start around your hips. Just letting go. Yes. To your stomach. just get one breath now how did that feel I I just like had the best time I just realized I was muted too so probably nobody saw me but I was like (laughs) (laughs) you know what it is about it that I think is so cool is it's this ability to kind of get out of your head and into your body and as you get more so into your body you are allowing yourself to just like move through movement do a lot of releasing of what you said, like anything that's bothering you, that's coming to mind, that's feeling like an aggravating point, you know, even if you are the most Zen person ever, we still need to move the energy in the body. I love Oh my God, that was so good. (laughs) And this is so great to do, even if you're feeling like stuck in your day or you've been on Zoom or Teams or whatever you use, and you just need to like spark your creativity. You need to re-energize. It's such a good way to just like get back in your body, refuel yourself, come back to like, maybe you have a problem approaching new things from a different perspective. Yeah. It's so important. It's nice. It's spontaneous. You can do it anytime you want. And it only takes two minutes. Like it's so short. That was only two minutes. I felt like yeah. we were doing it for much longer. I think, cause I just no. wasn't focused on the time. I was just yeah. in the moment. Oh just my God. Two minutes. This is great. I love it. Yeah. All right. So Everyone's got a really wonderful taste of what it's like to work with you, but I want to dive in a little bit more to what play is. I have a feeling it really relates back to this med- this shaking meditation we just did, but for anyone that's kind of, you know, new to the world of play and your work and what you do, what is play? Like, what does it mean to play as an adult? Yes, I love this question. So playing means connecting with our curiosity to spontaneity, to the present moment, really reconnecting with our childlike wonder, being in this exploratory state. Most importantly for adults to know, it is actually not competitive. It is not about an outcome. It is just about doing it for the sake of doing it and this connection to self and finding joy. But a lot of us, you know, we'll think of 
play as like board games or doing something to win. So technically board games could be play for you, but if you are so set on winning and if you are not enjoying yourself, if you lose, that's actually not play. So play is like really just about connecting to this moment and finding enjoyment within ourselves, like finding fullness within, not Mm -hmm. having it depend on something else, being just able to explore and be curious. So I always just say, follow your curiosity. Mm, follow your curiosity. You know, when you talk about curiosity, it feels like taking the pressure off of yourself too. And just giving yourself a moment to dive in to maybe things that you love, your own creativity. You know, even if that just means, I think, taking a walk around the uh, the block, you know, not focusing on anything where you're putting pressure on yourself. Because I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and that's when we forget to play. That's when we forget to have fun is when we are so stuck in this like, hamster wheel of sorts of like pressure and expectation. And I think everything that comes with being an adult, truthfully. Yeah. And it's not our fault. It's our conditioning. We get conditioned out of it. But it's like, yeah, it's like because we learn to only do things that we feel we're like good at by societal standards. Yes. So it's like, why would I do art if it's not going to like be this like beautiful piece, right? Like as me, I wasn't like an artist, I could barely write in the lines as a kid. So I just never did art because it was like, why would I do that? You know, it's like we learn to achieve and to please and to get our worth in these like external things. And by getting that like validation, the idea with actual play, like the true spirit of playing creativity is really just exploring, thinking about things with a new perspective, which we can all do. And like finding that our self-worth isn't tied to these external things. It's just about like finding the safety within where we can just explore. And so it's so beautiful. And yeah, like you said, it's doing it in a no pressure way. Mm -hmm. I feel like you sort of spoken to this a little bit, but I would love to dive in into how play can improve our overall well-being. You know, you touched on this at the very beginning when we were introing the meditation This has been a really crazy, stressful, hard year, year and a half. And for a lot of us, you know, it's just been, it's just been about surviving and not so much about thriving or really doing anything that you love. It was just, how can I kind of keep myself, you know, above water? So what role does play play in kind of improving our overall well-being and how we feel, you know, in, in the world? Yeah. So I think when we think of play, like a lot of people will think of fun, enjoy, which is amazing. We need that, but it is so much more than that. So it is really important for our mental health and well-being, for our physical health and well-being, just overall our health. Uh, There's a famous researcher, a play researcher from the U.S. named Stuart Brown, who actually says that play deprivation is a risk to our health. So it is so important, you know, it lowers our cortisol, which is the hormone responsible for stress, also gives us dopamine and endorphins, those feel-good hormones that we all love. It helps us feel more rested. By doing all this, we're actually becoming more productive. You know, when we are just like working really hard and we burn out, like that isn't actually productive. The more we can play and take time for ourselves, the more we can show up as the most powerful version of ourselves and do things more efficiently. Another thing I love about play is it fires up our brain, especially when we are exploring new things and we're spontaneous. It's improving our brain function and our memory, which is so cool. And all these things we just, we don't learn about obviously really helps with our creativity, our adaptability, problem solving skills. One of my favorite things too, is that it helps us come up with new solutions unconsciously. Mm -hmm. So when we're not actually cranking and trying to like figure something out, 
it's like maybe you're on like this exploratory walk and you get a cool idea. It's because you're not putting pressure on yourself. So when we're playing, we actually can get really cool ideas. Again, because we're allowing ourselves to just explore. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been really helpful for me. And I'm curious if this has been helpful for you too, at least in the last, God, last five to 10 years is changing the way I view the word productive. So Mm. often we think like being productive means like you're sitting at the desk and you're working and you're working hard or you're out in the world, whatever your, your career, your job is, that is productive. That's the way we as society, at least in the Western hemisphere and where you and I are, you're in Canada, I'm in the United States. That's how we view what it means to be productive. But I have had to change that and kind of flip that word on its head and say, no, Part of being productive is allowing myself to rest. Part of it is allowing myself to play, to do things, like you said, that are fun and enjoyable, but also allow me to sort of just take a step back and give myself enough room and enough space to like, you know, get to know myself and what do I like to do and how do I want to spend my time? You kind of can't figure those things out if you are just like, head down, you know, typing away, working all the time. I think that's where people meant to get the word balance from. Like, I think that's what we meant is to mean when we talk about balance. It means allowing yourself that space to also rest and play and integrate and process and come up with new ideas in a very low stakes, low pressure (laughs) environment. Yeah, it's so true. I totally agree that there needs to be kind of a shift. And I think it's happening for some people, but especially in the the corporate world as well, like there's still um, confusion about what productive can really mean. And I think with play, it also really helps us get in this flow state where we end up, yeah, just being so much more connected to our creativity, to like our zone of genius and can get things done faster. But it's because Mm -hmm. we are prioritizing ourselves and we are balancing and that's why we can just show up. Um, But yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk about play this summer because I don't know about you, but when I think about summer, I think about being outside. I remember like being a kid going to all these different summer camps and just having opportunities and moments, um, you know, to, to tap into my creativity. So for anyone that's listening and they're like, okay, I'm ready, you know, in this season to bring in more play, bring in more creativity, allow myself to explore this really beautiful power of play this summer, where is a good place to start? Yeah. So I usually say start by thinking about what you used to do as a kid, if you were, you know, playing. Um, And if you have memories of that, what do you do as a kid that you can do now that you can recreate to really connect with your inner child? And if you don't have memories, that's totally okay. So a lot of us don't have memories from childhood. So do not fear. There are other things you can do. I would say, um, so I went on my own personal play journey, feeling really lost and feeling like there weren't resources. So I challenged myself to do something different and playful every day. And that was kind of how I ended up becoming like this play coach, because then I had all these ideas, Mm -hmm. Um, but really starting to ask questions on your curiosity. I know for me, like a walk is always good, but doing like a different walk, going on a different route, walking at a different time and just observing the world and looking around, looking up, looking down, like looking for snails, looking for rocks, whatever you're seeing. So you can really immerse yourself in this curious state and just start asking questions and allowing your brain to think with new perspectives about like what you could do. So something for me, like on a walk, you know, if I see a cool rock, I'll get some rocks and I'll paint those later. Like I love painting rocks and it's so fun because they're so grounding and I just feel so connected to earth when I have these rocks. Um, So something like that, like 
obviously playing with kids or playing with animals is always really, really good and can really help you tap into that childlike wonder. Another thing I would say is exploring with a blindfold. So blindfold is great because it really heightens our senses. And also so many of us judge what we do, whereas the blindfold takes away that critical factor of our conscious mind. So if you're creating kind of any art, like try doing it blindfolded. Again, Mm -hmm. you want to get away from this idea that it has to look a certain way. It's so liberating to just be able to create without having this outcome or being hard on yourself. And I know for me, the way I got there was by working with the blindfold. Um, eating with the blindfold as well is great because then you get to be so mindful of your food and actually experience it and like tap into all of your senses. So many of us just scarf down our food and we don't really make it this kind of like event where we are appreciative of it. So yeah, there's just there's so much you can do. And I never like, like to say that, you know, this is what each person should do. Like everyone is different, but um, really, really exploring your curiosity and, you know, you can play games of course, as well, like outside, but just like really tapping into this idea that your worth does not come from winning this game. You know, Mm -hmm. you can like play the game and enjoy yourself, but that like the end goal is not to win. You know, if it happens, that happens. Um, but just like really finding your worth and finding enjoyment in that moment is like such a beautiful shift to experience. Cause I know I was always so competitive. I'm not saying there's something wrong with competition. Like you can still play and, um, you know, it can be fun, but just like, really just like watching where you source your worth from can be really, really helpful. For me, it really sounds like it's just about allowing yourself to explore and allowing yourself to kind of just see what gets you excited, see what feels good, see what feels like a moment around expression. But I think often when we're tapping into this element of creativity or expression for ourselves, like you said, we begin to judge it, which is why I think this piece about the blindfold is so cool and so interesting. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about this before, but I'm curious, you know, how can we start to move past these limiting beliefs or these, um, which are often subconscious, I think, around creativity or around play or around expressing ourselves, we really judge ourselves. And so I'm curious, what have you seen or how have you been able to help yourself or maybe others move past these limiting beliefs around play and expression? Yeah, there are so many beliefs. And to be totally honest, I was really trying to change my beliefs at a conscious level. But we can only do so much at a conscious level when 95% of actually how we're operating is based on our subconscious mind. Um, And and I was running into that a lot, which is actually why I got certified in NLP and hypnotherapy and started reprogramming my subconscious mind. Um, So if you have the ability to, I mean, working with practitioner is super, super helpful. If you don't, there is stuff you can do on your own. Um, Being really mindful that our words are so powerful and they define our reality and our neurotransmitters are always listening to our body. So just being so mindful of what you are saying and, you know, saying something like, I am a creative person that feels really, really off to you. Like Mm -hmm. it's, then you obviously do have some limiting beliefs around creativity. Um, but starting to rewire your brain by even saying like, I'm learning to accept my creativity, um, doing like small baby steps and every day your subconscious mind needs repetition. So never think like, Oh, like I just already know this your subconscious mind needs the repetition to really learn something. I recommend doing like one belief for 30 days at a time. Um, For me, hypnosis was so powerful. That was how I really became confident and really shifted in 
to the ability to just like start a business and accept my creativity and let go of those beliefs. Because yeah, I just, I had so many about my worth and that I wasn't good enough and that I was creative. Um, so, you know, for, for other people, you know, even recording like voice note of yourself um, and thinking about the identity that you want to step into. Do you want to be like this creative person who just, explores freely and like whatever feels good for you getting really clear on like who your future self is the identity you want to step into and starting to take action steps every day like what can you do today to move you closer to that future self version of you Hmm. can we use play to step into that version of ourselves that we are craving or that we are desiring because I, I think we talk a lot about how we can reconnect back to ourselves. But I think this piece about being able to step into who you want to be, um, you know, how you want to spend your time. Can we use play to do that also? Yeah, totally. That's and so I mean, cool. when, when we are in a slow state, right, we will become more connected to self. And one thing I actually noticed is that, and there is now research behind it, is that when you play, you become more connected with your intuition as well. Mm. Like you are just creating this more solid sense of self. Because if you think about it, we were all so playful as kids, right? And then yeah, we just so got true. conditioned out of it. We were so yeah. creative, curious, spontaneous, but we all have that inside of us. So to some degree, we are all suppressing this part of us, right? And it's not our fault. Like have so much like compassion for yourself, but it's like to be the most authentic version of ourselves actually means to embrace our playful parts, right? In some mm-hmm. degree, to mm-hmm. embracing all of our parts, the spectrum of everything, you know, our shadow parts as well. Um, so yeah, it is actually just so important to be our most authentic part is to explore play. If you have a lot of resistance around that, that's normal. There's like trauma, there's conditioning. And that's why I believe subconscious mindset work is a huge part of that. But by taking time to prioritize play, you're actually saying to yourself, like, I accept you. I prioritize you. Um, my self-expression is a priority over what other people think of me. Cause so many of us have fear of judgment of like being seen as like silly yes. or being judged yeah. and what that will look like. Um, but it really shows that, you know what, like I'm standing in my sovereignty. I am important for me. Um, so yeah, it's like, there's just so many shifts that happen when you play. So many. It's really beautiful. Everything that you just spoke about. And I think really tangible, like nothing you have said to me feels like, oh, I couldn't do that. Like, or, oh, I couldn't figure out, you know, how to do that. And it's so interesting. I think at some point in our lives, we feel like we have to be very serious in order to be taken seriously. So we like change, you know, how we are and how we present ourselves. And we're so hyper-focused, you know, on how we present ourselves and on that element of being serious. And I love just the sort of mindset mindset shift that you're really speaking of, which is, hey, you can be all the things. You can be serious and playful. You can accept every aspect, everything across the spectrum of who you are. And by engaging in your play, because it really is your play, it's going to be specific to you you can allow yourself to get there. And so I'm curious, was all of this sort of the inspiration for your eight-week program, Thought Play? Because I know you incorporate the power of play with the subconscious mind. I'm curious, like, what does that look like? Because I've never heard of something like this before, and I just think it's so valuable. Yeah. So I, to my knowledge, I'm the first person that has created anything like this. And that was really scary for me, though, because I used to be this, like, this people pleaser before all this subconscious mindset work and play and like doing something that was not validated by the mainstream was very scary. It was like really learning how to trust myself, trust my inner child, trust these like feelings that felt really crazy going from 10 years in corporate to uh, having a play business. But, you know, it was like, I really (laughs) 
really just changed my life through the power of playing subconscious work. And like I mentioned, I was kind of on this play journey coming up with all these different ways to play. And I just, I could see so many adults were like, kind of who were into inner child healing, learning that they needed to play, but they didn't know how to play. And also because we have life going on, sometimes you just need to be accountable to it. And it's like, when you make an investment in play, you make an investment in you and your healing and you're like, oh, okay, now actually I gotta play. And I want to see like how incredible my like shifts are now in my life. And so what I do in this program is you get a play box and a playbook delivered in the meal. It's all a surprise. And essentially I never tell you what we're going to do in our sessions. It's completely spontaneous. It's like so many different kinds of play. Every week is super different. The idea with this is that we are really connecting you to your curiosity, spontaneity, to your childlike wonder. We don't want you coming in with the rational brain of how you're going to play and how you're going to do each thing. So you actually really have the chance to heal and like really connect with your curiosity. And then we do different mindset work every day. So that's why it's called thought play. There's play and then there's thought play. So um, yeah, we do hypnotherapy. We do NLP. We do a lot of really powerful, deep subconscious mindset work to really help you heal, connect to yourself, connect to your confidence and to your power and to create this life that is authentic for you. And that excites you. I just, I love what you've created and I love that it doesn't exist anywhere else. And I think, you know, just knowing that you are creating your life and it's just about giving you the person, anybody, the tools to be able to cultivate this for yourself. So, okay. I want to know, what are you excited about this summer when it comes to play? Like to step into your play, uh, we're coming out of you. I know you and Kate, you're, you're in Ontario, Canada. So like you're coming out of winter and some extreme lockdowns with COVID. So what are you looking forward to with your own personal play this summer? Yeah, I am so excited to be outside yes. and to like go to the parks <laughs> and to do like paddle boarding and to just like, I'm hoping to get some people to like dance at a park, um, depending on like what the restrictions are as well. Just being able to like move intuitively with other people in person would be mm -hmm. so, so beautiful. Um, but just exploring the city again, supporting small businesses. Like I love just like going on adventures and checking out like this new, like bread place or wine place or cheese place and just going around um usually Toronto where I live so many cool events so I don't think those are happening this year but just really trying to explore and adventure go camping as well play with dogs oh, I saw some dogs mm -hmm. at a park last night which was so exciting um been dog deprived for too long but, <laughs> you've been um, dog deprived of the cuteness <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a true it's a real thing a yeah, real I believe thing. it I know listen when I go on a walk and I see a cute dog I just want to run over and like pet it but I don't know what the owner is gonna feel like with COVID like I just have been like yeah. hi <laughs> You're going to walk away. So I get it. Oh, that's going to be so wonderful. And I love what you said too. It's just about being outside and being with people that you love. And, you know, I'm really recognizing that this new season, this summer season that we're walking into, I think that's what this is about. It's about being with people that you love, allowing yourself moments of connection and having fun, you know, not yes. making this big pressurized, you know, thing, just allowing yourself to have fun and to play and I have so enjoyed this conversation with you. I am so glad that for this summer series, we are doing a session on the power of play. And I know that this is so inherent to who you are and what you do, but, you know, I think it's amazing to be able to reframe and really understand that play is a secret element really to your success. And no matter what it is that you're doing, it's not like a fluffy thing. It's not an add-on. It has to be part of our lives. And when we allow ourselves, I think, 
to bring in the play, bring in the fun, remove the pressure, explore your curiosity and creativity. Life just gets better. Like life just gets better, right? So, Kara, so much thank better. You. Yes. Thank you so, so much for being part of this. Where can everybody find you, connect? And then I would love it too if you would share this beautiful offering that you're sharing with Seek the Joy Summer attendees. Yes, you can find me at the Playful Warrior on Instagram or theplayfulwarrior.com on my website. Come check it out. I would love to play with you. And I have an amazing offer for you that I'm so excited about. So one of my subconscious mindset uh, offerings is actually emotional freedom techniques or EFT tapping. So what I love about this is that we get to release our negative emotions. So any feelings you're having right now with self-doubt, insecurity, fear of judgment, shame, I have this beautiful tapping sequence that will help you release that and really step into your most confident, powerful self. Do this anytime you're like going on a date, you have a presentation, you're going on an interview, just anytime you just want to show up as confident or you're coming, posting something on Instagram that you feel insecure about. This is such a great way to let that go and feel so confident. So, so glad that I can provide that Mm -hmm. resource for you. I love it. Okay. So everything is going to be right underneath our video. So everyone can connect with you, uh, follow along, learn more, get this beautiful offering. I love this idea of removing self-doubt because removing that element of self-doubt, it's another limiting belief that I think inhibits our curiosity and our creativity. Totally. And the thing is, is we can't just always go to like, I'm a confident person because we have these feelings inside of us that need to be released. And what's really cool about EFT is that it really engages our body as well. And we bring up these feelings so that we can let them go. Yeah. You can't go from zero to 100 without like, like without the in-betweens, you know, the in-between part of all of it. And I think something I tell myself, and hopefully this is helpful to anybody that's listening or watching us, those limiting beliefs, I think will always kind of pop in, but it's about learning to manage it and not, not believe everything you think about yourself and allow yourself to continue to move forward. But yeah, no, we, we are not ignoring the in-between. We're not ignoring all the difficult stuff. We're just saying, Hey, how are you? But, uh, you're not going to dictate how I move forward at all. So I'm with you. You can't go from zero to 100 without the in-between. That's for sure. No, totally. (laughs) Definitely not. Oh, thank you, Kara. This was wonderful. I'm so excited to share this. Thank you again. You're welcome. It was so great. And thank you everyone for watching. Yes, thank you. Seek the Joy podcast is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created, produced, and hosted by me, Sydney Weiss. You can tune into all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying the show, hit follow and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to join the community, join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And don't forget, you can actually watch today's new episode and all of our episodes on our brand new YouTube channel. Click that link in the show notes to subscribe and tune in. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.